Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What do we say? We're talking about our, our dating lives. Okay. <laughs> hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Probably hanging out and watching Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, get out of my pajamas for just anybody. <laughs> Well, you don't need to really get to know them anymore because there's somebody right behind them. You just keep swiping and you'll find somebody else. I'm Kim Burns. And I'm Shannon O'Brien. And it's a date. What if science could get you the love of your life? Science, you say? Would you do it? I would do it. Follow? No kidding, right? Yeah. I never thought about it that way because love is such an emotional thing. Right. How could science relate quantum physics that's how <laughs> right and we're gonna introduce Did we just blow your mind yeah. <laughs> you blow my mind every day oh right? yeah <laughs> all right patricia bryce is here and give us a little bit of your background because Shannon and i are always like she's an astrophysicist she, yeah. you know well what patricia said <laughs> i love this i know she's studied quantum physics psychology and just a smattering of neuroscience <laughs> Mattering. So you're like the Big Bang Theory right here in our studio. Um, and it, well, we could kind of go down that road, yes. <laughs> but we're, we're really going to discuss um, essentially thinking outside of the box when it comes to relationships as far as the spiritual component and the scientific component and how those two are in sync and confirm each other. And I think a lot of times what we do as far as when we have an idea, we want to meet someone, um, you know, there's the traditional way, Mm -hmm. either your grandmother, if you're Jewish or your aunt or your uncle or a matchmaker, or it can be, you know, you go to a bar with a friend or friends or whatever. Friends are always a good way. I think is I think it's one of the best ways of meeting someone. If you're hmm. going to just do it in a casual way, so do I. <laughs> so <laughs> do I, Kimberly Burns. <laughs> but if you were going to do it from a standpoint of really. Um, as the scientific means, um, science has been proven, especially when it comes to physics, that all matter has memory, and that you can do what's called. Um, uh, operating through quantum physics using what's called popping a quiff. And quiff kind of stands for uh, quantum wave uh, friction. And it also stands quantum wave force. So that when you are popping this wave of quantum particles, then what you do is you're interrupting the possibilities and making them probabilities. And the way you do that is you begin to start thinking about what it is you want. And then we'll bring in the spiritual aspect, which confirms all of this, because the Bible tells us in Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 through 4, write the vision down and make it plain Mm -hmm. so that those who read it, 
meaning the angels mm-hmm. literally, can run with it. In other words, they helped bring this matrix of what you're seeing and what you're imagining be a desire of your heart, begin to congeal and manifest. Because when you pop that quiff, what you're actually doing is you're creating a paradigm shift in your own life, which is what you want. And when you've made that list of the qualities you want in someone, starting with, to me, I believe the spiritual qualities, the value system that you have, you need to have the same kind of values. Because if you don't, it doesn't matter how attracted you are to him. It doesn't matter how much money he has. It doesn't matter any of those things. Your parents like him, vice versa, all of that. What matters are your values. So what kind of values are you talking about? I'm talking about... um, Honesty, integrity, um, those kinds of things where you can count on him. If he says he's going to do something, he'll do it. You can count on him being faithful Mm -hmm. because he understands the principles of covenant. And covenant means that I truly take sincerely what I've told you. It's a contract. Marriage is a contract. It's like a business between Mm -hmm. two people. So you don't enter into a business if you don't have the same values with someone else. So it's the same. You're scared you're going to get ripped off. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we think like that when it comes to romance? I don't know. It makes perfect sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, most women just think in terms of, especially because as you're growing up, you think, oh, isn't he cute? You know, when you're 13, right. 14, 15, right. or, cute, you know, older or, than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and those things, as we know, fade over time. Right. And even the most. The best looking guy that you can imagine, if he doesn't have good character, turns out to be kind of ugly. Yeah. Because you've got to have the beauty from the inside out. And that right. comes from a value system. The values of what you hold dear, a family, and like I said, honesty, integrity, those kinds of things. And also, if you both have an idea of what it is you're going to achieve in your life, what is your destiny? Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what your destiny is... There's a couple of clues to figuring out what that is. And generally speaking, it's the things that you hate, that's a key to it, and the things that you love. In my case, I hate poverty. I just hate it when I see abject poverty, people suffering. Mm -hmm. So that's a key to something that I might be able to, at least in some small way, impact. And it's that way for each of us. Mm -hmm. What is the one thing that So you would look for a man who also... Right. Had that kind of that kind of heart that wants to help people who are in poverty. Absolutely. And uh, another thing is that you want someone that truly is grateful for everything in his life. And that's really important Mm -hmm. as opposed to the spoiled brat mentality, the entitlement mentality that a lot of lot of people have in their lives, not just millennials, although we've heard that so many times. But it's about being grateful that you even woke up this morning, Mm -hmm. that you can see, that you can hear, that you can walk and talk and things we all take for granted that just every day there's something you can just stop and thank God that you are this or that or whatever you have this ability. So back again to the qualities that you have, you want someone that is your equal, 
because mm-hmm. that's another biblical principle. When God saw man that it wasn't good that he was alone, he said to the to the Son and the Holy Spirit, "Let's make him a helper comparable to him." Comparable is mm-hmm. the operative mm-hmm. word, meaning you're equal. Because if you are not equally balanced, uh, there's another principle as far as quantum physics is concerned, and it has to do with vibration and frequency. So that if you're, say, 30, 40, 50 years older than your spouse or your um, your significant other, you're really not vibrating at the same frequency. You don't like the same things. You don't have the same history. You really can't relate to each other except on a real superficial level. And that doesn't last. What I'm talking about is depth on many levels because you're a three-part being you're created in the image of God your spirit soul and body so you want to make sure that all three of those are dealt with in a relationship Mm -hmm. and if you just have one or two it's really not quite enough you want to have all three because I don't know if you've ever seen anyone right at the point of death or even at a funeral. Yes, I There's have. nobody yeah. home. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's right. Like what you said about your yeah, grandmother. I, my grandmother passed away in 1997, and we were all with her. And I, as crazy as this sounds to people who don't believe, you know, in spirituality, I literally watched her soul leave her body. And it was just, it was clearly just a body. It was the craziest thing. It was beautiful, but it was, I'd never... Sure. Yeah. It was just a show. It was. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so um, I do believe that we have one, possibly even two, maybe even more soulmates in our life. People that we're intended to be with for certain chapters and seasons of our lives, depending upon what our actual destiny is. Mm-hmm. Because very few people, for whatever reason, stay together like our great-grandparents did Mm -hmm. or grandparents. Very few do that anymore. And I think a lot of it has to do with values in the society we live in. Um, Different countries and and different cultures obviously have different um, value systems when it comes to marriage and and don't divorce as as frequently as there is in in the United States. But if you both know what your objective is in life, and you both agree about how to achieve that objective, that goes a long way. Um, And also raising children, that you both agree how to do Mm -hmm. that so that there's a united front because there's another biblical principle that can two walk together unless they're agreed. You have to be agreed uh, in agreement about the path that you're going down and how you want to fend off anything that's going to be a deterrent from achieving that objective again, um, whether it's being a parent, whether it's um, uh, paying off debt, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, you know, even what vacation you're going to go on, you have to be in agreement where you're going. Well, so that begs the question, you know, you hear that old saying that opposites attract. This is the total opposite of that, that likes attract. I I believe that's true. I think opposites attract initially, Mm -hmm. but in the long run, I think that it's just an uphill battle because you're always trying to uh, determine who's going to really kind of be at the forefront or the leader. And if you have completely different values, that's always going to be a a source of contention in Mm -hmm. the home. And to me, the number one thing you should have in your home 
is peace Mm -hmm. because peace is the foundation for everything. Everything else. Yeah. You have to have peace because out of that, you can cultivate love, you can cultivate happiness and joy, but peace is everything. And you're not going to have peace if you're opposites Mm -hmm. because one might want to, you know, go out and party till two or three in the morning and the other one might want to just sit home, the Mm -hmm. total opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about Shannon and I? (laughs) And and watch Netflix in their jammies (laughs) with a cup of cocoa. I've never done that on a Friday night. All right, let's get back to, because what I love most about this is you take quantum physics and you can break this down into understandable terms. When we first spoke, you literally typed out a list for me. This is what you need to do. Right. Tell that to our listeners. And is listeners. that for popping the whatever it is? Yeah, popping, popping the quiff. 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 Okay. Yes, yes. Okay, so essentially um, you want to write down the spiritual qualities first. And like I said, when you're making this list, you want to be really specific. Mm -hmm. So you just start thinking about that, the spirituality that we're on the same wavelength, because most of the time, if you don't, if it's a, a religion that you really have issues with or against or not comfortable with, that's probably not the right individual for you. So the spiritual component, the way you view the, the eternal nature of yourself and that pathway, to me, it's important. Mm-hmm. Agreement cannot be understated. It's, uh, it's extremely important. So write down the spiritual qualities, and that includes, uh, as I said, the value system. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, you want to write down um, what you feel as far as the intellectual aspect, you know, that you can have a conversation with this person, say about world events, or, you know, if these are the kinds of things you're interested in, or if you're interested in sports, or if you're interested, whatever it is, um, arts, um, that you have those kinds of things in common. Because the more you have in common, the the better and easier the basics of your life are going to be. Because, again, going back to peace. Peace is is a major, major thing. Um, And then another thing is... What was that second one? I'm I'm writing this down (laughs) because I'm going to do it this afternoon. (laughs) The second one is the intellectual aspect of the person. Mm -hmm. That you really can't have a conversation with him and he'll be able to talk about any subject that you can talk about. Uh-huh. You don't have to bring him up to speed or he just looks at you like, you know, so I, what are you talking about? I really get like um, excited about a guy who's smarter than me because I can learn from him, right? Oh, I'm And I think I'm, you. I mean, I'm not a dummy. No, you're very I'm smart. I'm pretty smart, but, yeah. you know, I tend to gravitate towards people who like to talk and like to, to ponder and like to do all of that kind of stuff. So... It's not necessarily that we have to be as smart as each other, correct? Like, I can learn from him, he can learn from me, right? That's what I think. And I I feel the same way you do. I I find a man that would, say, be like Einstein or Elon Musk would be far more attractive than, you know, some bodybuilder, you know? This is just not the So uh, she's saying Elon Musk (laughs) over the rock. Is that what you're saying? Uh, He's pretty smart, though. He's got some brains in that noggin. He's doing okay. Okay. Yeah, sure <laughs> is. No, I, I how about w- brains and body? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Well, I think that's one of the other pops the quiz. That's what we call <laughs> the full package. <laughs> All right. And so 
Once you write all these things down, do you revisit what happens? Wait a minute. Wait we're a not minute. done. We're not oh, done. Oh, we're not finished. There's so more. In There's my more. little notes, we've got, we wrote down the spiritual qualities, intellectual <laughs> aspect of the person. Then what's the third thing? The third thing is the physical part that you want to be physically compatible. Um, it, in every way, the intimate part, mm-hmm. obviously, um, and then there is a chemistry, I mean, we've all experienced it, hopefully, that that first kiss will tell you a lot. Oh, it does. I mean, doesn't um, it? I can think of my fabulous first kisses. I've had a couple yeah. of them. One of them, I was not attracted to the person at all, like physically. And I thought we were going out for a drink in a business type of right. setting. And then he kissed me afterwards. And I remember he was coming in for the kiss. You know how guys fix yeah, the kiss, yeah. right? And I was like, ew, 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 ew. Oh my gosh, he's going to kiss me. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I guess I have to kiss him back. I mean, I mean, all this is going through my head. Right. It seconds I'm seeing his mouth come towards me in slow motion oh my gosh and I went into it like oh ooh, 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 oh my god oh my god okay just do the Shannon or whatever I came out of it like wow <laughs> fireworks oh my gosh my knees were weak it was just a fabulous kiss so and I've had some other great first kisses too but I remember that one specifically because I went into it being like, oh, Lord, <laughs> I guess I got to do this. And I came out of it being like, ooh, when can we do that again? Yeah. You know? And did you find when you were around him prior to that, that there was any kind of connection as far as intellectually? Oh, yes. Okay. When I was talking about somebody who's very smart, that's actually who I was thinking about. Right. So that's my, that is a clear example and illustrates and confirms what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Start off with the spiritual and intellectual first. And if you get that down, then that is a key to a lot of times the the actual chemistry. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just talking about pure, raw, animalistic chemistry, that's so temporal. Right. I I mean, it really... We're all going to get old. (laughs) We're all going to get ugly. I'm not. (laughs) Speak for yourself, Kimberly. (laughs) But I mean, really, like you have to think... At least the guys, right? People who's... Yeah. People who are so... Gorgeous to you now, they're not going to look like that forever. Okay, can so I? There tell has you to something? be something deeper than yeah. than that. It's true. I dated a guy. Thank you. Let's call him Dan because I'm not going to say his whole name because if he's listening out there in uh, you know podcast land. But when I was in college, do you remember the first Calvin Klein underwear ad? The guy was in black underwear with a strap around it that said Calvin Klein, and he was on a beach, and he was turned around, and he had sand on his back. Do you remember that? No. Do you remember that? Uh-uh. Oh my gosh! Look it up. Calvin I'm gonna look Klein, it up. While I we're remember here. Brooke Shields. He was. I remember the so between me and my Calvin. The guy in the boat. <laughs> he was so hot. Anyway, he. I met him in college, and we dated. And I was like, when, first time he came to pick me up in college, I said to these girls in my dorm, I had a date, and so he got there, and they were like, "Oh, we have to go see him." So they went down. They came up, and they were like. Shannon, he is gorgeous. <laughs> I was like, I know he is. And he was so gorgeous and he was such a nice person, but God bless him. Like he was using his best attribute to get through life, which was his looks yes. because he really didn't have much upstairs. Um, <laughs> like he forgot to pick me up to take me to the airport to go home for Christmas. And he was like, oh, I forgot. So, I mean, like he was just like, and he was, there was not a mean bone in his body. Mm-hmm. 
But, and I just thought to myself, God gives everybody something. He does. <laughs> but it was like, as gorgeous as he was, my right. friends were, when I broke up with him, my friends were all like, you're crazy. You're crazy. I'm like, I have nothing to yeah, talk to him about. Right. 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 Yeah, because the the physical part is just a really small part when mm-hmm. you think in terms, again, you're a three-part being, you're only one-third of you, and then just as a very infinitesimal small amount of time, is that third even, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want to go back to the, the list again because... The physical attributes are important, but be specific. If you want right. a man that is six feet tall, write six feet tall. You can if, get that specific? You have to get that specific. Oh, really? And I'll tell you why. Because nothing will come to you without a blueprint. Everything in life has a blueprint, whether you know it or not. It And science has proven this. So you have to have your own blueprint. And that's what I'm talking about here is you're making a blueprint for your life. And you're doing it with a mate because, let's face it, that's the most important aspect of your life is who you're joined to. Because you're one with that individual. The courts see it as a contract. I mean, you don't get out of this easy. So you better make sure you have a blueprint. You better be darn well sure. (laughs) Darn well tooting. I mean, do you get as specific as he has to have all his teeth? I mean, do you get that specific? Yes. And if you want them white. Wow. (laughs) As opposed to like yellowish from smoking a lot. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. So there's another thing about the habits. And is that in the physical attributes, the habits? Absolutely. That would be certainly be one of them. I mean, you just can't absolutely, it's a deal breaker. He's a smoker. He's, uh, you know, he's a heavy drinker. He's a drug addict. I mean, all of these things will affect our lives. So write it down. These are things I don't want. Here's what I do want. Right. And uh, I think then the other aspect for me Uh, would be the fourth one, and that would be his career or his ability to provide for you. Mm -hmm. Because again, going back to the biblical template of the ideal man is Boaz. B-O-A-Z. Yes, and that's from the book of Ruth. Boaz was a man that first when Ruth met him, he was not only the wealthiest landowner in the area, he was you know, quite a bit older than her, but he instantly like took her under his wing and provided for her and protected her, her reputation and everything else. So those two main aspects for women, the number one thing that we really seek intrinsically within us is security. You know, I told you recently about a guy in my life, and what did I say to you? One of the things I like about him so much is I feel safe when I'm with him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Security is the number one thing. Not if they're cute, not if they have a ton of money, but that you just feel safe with that Mm -hmm. person in every way, whether it's the confidences that you tell him or that he really is the champion for you. We all want a champion. Mm -hmm. We all want a champion. Even guys do with other guys as far as the friendships. You know, they want a guy that is the leader, that they know is going to take and keep everybody's back safe. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you want in your family too. You want a guy, and that comes from values, Mm -hmm. that he respects you, he appreciates you, he puts you on a pedestal. All women want that. So that's why the 
to me, the superficial aspect of what someone looks like is just it's so upside down for what you really need. Right. And you go back. And, and usually that's where we start. Yeah. That's where we, we were. You go out, you see someone, you're like, oh, he's cute, you know, and, and that's, that's where it begins. And it's instead of this is flipping that on its head. Exactly. And going about this in a completely different way. And that's right. the whole basis of online dating. You know, you yeah. see a picture. Swipe right, swipe, swipe, swipe left. Right. And there's probably, I've thought about this before when I've been online dating, which I haven't been <laughs> doing so much lately, but um, I've thought to myself as I've swiped on somebody, they're probably a great person, mm -hmm. but it's all about the physical. Initially, uh, well, I think in terms of the way we all grew up, because, mm -hmm. you know, at 12, 13 years old, here we are, we're having slumber parties. We're talking about mm -hmm. how cute this guy is yeah. and, you know, or, or this guy in the band. You're doing the or, mash thing. Are you going to live in a mansion, an apartment, a shack, or a house? Remember? <laughs> never played that game. Oh, my gosh. And you put four boys' names, and then you have mash across the top, and then you do four numbers and four cars. And then you you draw this little circle thing, and then you'd say You'd tell them when to stop, and then they'd count the number of lines, and then they'd go around and they'd X things out. So, like, if someone was doing it for the first time, usually they'd have some ridiculously high number. So, like, you're going to marry Bob, you're going to have 27 kids, you're going to okay. drive a Jeep, and you're going to live in a shack. And you're like, <laughs> no! Guess I'm not marrying Bob then. <laughs> Bob, you're out. Um, you know... <laughs> That's so funny. I can't I believe you guys that. have never played MASH. Am, uh, no, it was no. Barbie and Ken Okay, we're going to have I mean, a slumber party, and we are playing MASH. Okay. Can I okay. bring some pajamas? Because you, you sure? have a lot of them. Oh, I do, girl, and you can borrow any you want. <laughs> okay, so where were we before the MASH thing? Sorry, I got us off track. No, it's What we're fine. talking about, this really is a paradigm I'm gonna shift. I'm going to start playing that game. Of what we have been taught as women growing up. Uh, the values that we have, if he's cute, if he has a nice car, if he's, you Does know, he have a good job. Yeah. And, and a good job is important mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he's got to provide for you. That's, you know, first God gave Adam work in the garden. Then he brought Eve. It wasn't, you know, you meet and you try to work it out with maybe he'll get a job at some point. No, he's at home laying on your couch while you're off at work. That's not the way God intended it. And no woman respects that. Right. And a man, this is supposed to be a patriarchal society because we have God the Father's in charge. And that's the way he set things up. Um, not a matriarchal society. When you have a matriarchal society, you have chaos, you have crime, you have kids that don't stay home and go out and get in gangs and everything else. I mean, and it, it goes across all different um, strata of society when you don't have the right um, foundation in a home. And so you do have to have the right man to be the leader in the home, but you co-lead together. It's mm -hmm. not as though he's going to lord over you. It's not that. It's just that he has the wisdom and you trust him to make the final call. Well, and I think there's a reason too, beyond anything else. And I think that, um, maybe what you're talking about is why this is, but you know, men look for women to be with and women look for men to be with. And it's more than just a sexual thing. Right. I think the companionship and all of that, but I think you're just taking it to a higher level, but that's why there's so many people dating and so many people looking is because 
a man wants a woman and a woman wants a man. Right. For whatever reason. And I think you're giving us the the scientific reasons <laughs> and the spiritual reasons why. Absolutely. And it, because within all of us, we're never going to be fulfilled if the spiritual aspect is not in sync, if the intellectual aspect is not in sync. And then we can kind of get by and 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 punt, as it were, as far as the physical is concerned, mm-hmm. because you so love them and you're so mm-hmm. drawn to them. And, and well, people become more attractive yes. because of those other characteristics. Exactly. So uh, maybe I am just a little bit shallow. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but You'll grow I mean, out of it. <laughs> to me, I, and I really... Well, but I dated that guy that I wasn't attracted to, but yeah, he was see, a great kisser. So I guess go. I'm not as shallow as I thought. There you go. But um, I think that, I mean, in some ways you have to be physically attracted to that person, whether it comes from. But I also think that physical attraction, like with the kiss. Yeah. The magical kiss. You were attracted to him after that kiss. Right. Yes. Yeah. You saw him differently. Even though yes. you had yeah. zero interest before the kiss. So I got to tell you this story. So my cousin, a girl cousin I have was very upset. She's married to a fabulous guy now. I mean, he's great. But when she was dating, she got really just kind of disheartened because she said, all men care about his looks. That's all men care about. And her brother said to her, think of it this way. Because she didn't really like to wear makeup or put herself, you know, together and stuff like that. As much as some other women, I would say. (laughs) She's a beautiful girl though. So he said, you got to think about it this way. If there were two cakes and one looked delicious and the frosting was beautiful and there was beautiful flowers on it and it just looked really good sitting next to a cake that was kind of looked gross. <laughs> like something I would have baked. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> he said, which one would you try first? Even the cake that looked bad could be delicious on the inside, but you're going to try the cake that looks good first. What do you think about that? Here's what I think about that. And I mentioned this to you before. Men were created at a different time in creation than we were. We have to have a different playbook dealing with them because they are visually oriented. Mm -hmm. And we are to a degree, but we have a different depth to us that, and some people call it intuition. I call it your spirit, where you're really tuned into things on a level that is not measured, um, say, in any other way, except you just have a feeling about it, right? Men don't operate so much with feeling. They operate more from um, the prefrontal cortex of the brain, which is in the front, the prefrontal lobe. And we operate a lot through what's called the amygdala. The amygdala is deeper in the brain, and that's more through emotion, which Mm -hmm. we have to learn how to have the right balance of emotion and logic and reason. And that's why, for instance, with teenagers or up to the age of 25, the brain is not fully developed, especially the prefrontal so cortex. So I keep telling myself about my teenager. Yeah, that's what you got to do. The brain is not fully developed. The brain is not fully developed. Not until 20. Not until they're 25. Oh, you got a long <laughs> right, you got yeah. That's why they do crazy things like bungee jumping mm-hmm. and, you know, motocross and all those kinds of things. And, and these are things you do when you're a kid, but you don't have the full capacity at your fingertips to be able to determine what are the consequences going to be. So that's why a lot of times when people are in love, 
particularly women, but they it's like their brain shuts off. The logical part mm-hmm. of who they are just went out the window. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> Think with your heart, oh, not yes. your head. It's terrible. Right. It's true. I have been so crazy about men, and I'm just nuts about them. And but my head knows mm-hmm. that it's not right. This is not a good. This is not a good choice. Yeah, Shannon. but my heart could care less. It's like <laughs> shut up, brain. <laughs> this is what I, got I was. <laughs> Yeah, you're nuts, all right. (laughs) How nuts is she? Find out in part two. Join us with Patricia for the physics of dating. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to It's a Date or any of the other podcasts that are part of the Tribune Audio Network. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, or Spotify. Or give the Fox Board Podcast Facebook page a like and we'll let you know anytime a new episode is posted. Just search Fox Board Podcasts on Facebook. Until next time, it's a date.